Using actionable intelligence earlier in the life cycle of a vehicle loan can make the difference between winning and losing. Vehicle location data from DRN helps lenders to better manage risk in servicing, collections, and recovery. Ask one of our more than 300 current DRN customers how they are winning with better data. Visit drndata.com to find the tools that work for you. Hello and welcome to the Auto Remarketing Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Overby, Senior Editor of Auto Remarketing. We're recording this episode on a crisp, cool Friday, October 2nd. I'm here in Raleigh, North Carolina, as always, and joining me virtually via Zoom is Mike Darrow, the Chief Executive Officer of TrueCar. Mike, uh, it's good to see you again and good to talk to you. Thanks so much for joining us. Good to see you, Joe, and it's great to be with you and have a chance to chat this morning. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, um, just keeping up with the uh, the news at True Cars, as we do. It, um, you know, it's, it's been a, a busy few weeks for you with for you guys with a lot of new projects. And um, wanted to start with one of them announced late last month. The, uh, the kind of in the digital uh, retail space, the the new True Car Access payment and tools, uh, tr- payment and trade tools that that True Car is providing dealers to to help them in, in this area. So I guess right off the bat, what was the the market need that you guys identified in, in deciding to launch with launch this with your dealers and and what are you kind of helping to hoping to help them solve? Yeah, that's a great question, John. And and uh, you know, all of these tools you'll see us bring to the marketplace are based on direct interaction with consumers. We've done a lot of consumer surveying since the first of the year. Uh, making sure we were checking the impact of COVID when it hit in towards the end of March there. And, and, and what, we're, what we're hearing very clearly from consumers is they want to be able to do, actually do more of the deal online. You know, there, there's, there's always been speculation of people wanting to go end to end, and we think there is a group of those folks out there. But over, over three quarters of the folks we talked to wanted to do more of the deal online. You know, they weren't saying they wanted to go the whole way necessarily, but they want to be able to understand a real payment uh, on the car they're looking at. They want to have a value for their trade-in, you know, and, and the, the true car offer, the true cash offer is a real cash deal uh, that we guarantee once they get to the dealership. So we're trying to bring those elements online for a consumer. They can find the vehicle they're looking for. They can understand the price. They can calculate a loan or a lease, get a value for their trade. And then we find ways to, you know, smoothly connect them into a retailer, set up an appointment, go in and do a test drive and, and continue the deal process. So, you know, it's, we, we try to deliver things that consumer, uh, consumers are telling us they're looking for. Uh, and, uh, you know, dealers are leaning in to this process as well, as I'm sure as you talk to a lot of dealers, Joe, they, they're looking for efficiency. And if we can deliver consumers to them who have executed a lot of the deal, locked into a vehicle, calculated a price. And, and the pricing we do on our payments mechanism is built on top of information we get from the dealer. So it's a real payment versus a consumer playing with a calculator and, and you know, coming up with some general payment. This is a real deal, a real payment offer on a real piece of inventory. And the dealer then can pick the deal up at that point once the consumer arrives. So we think we can create a lot of efficiency for our retail partners as well. 
And I mean, it sounds like too, that a consumer can kind of tailor it to, you know, completing some of the piece of the process online and offline as, as they see fit. Yeah. And, and, and we think that's going to be important. You know, there, there's real, really no one size fits all approach to this new shopping dynamic, right? You've got, you got the boomers who are still influencing a lot of sales. They tend to be more traditional all the way down to the millennials and the Gen Z buyers who are very digital. So we're trying to build a personalized process uh, where a consumer can go as far as they want digitally, as far as they feel comfortable. And then we try to make a smooth connection to one of our retail partners who can pick the deal up there. So, you know, we're, we're tracking how far people go. We're really, you know, keeping an eye on that piece of it. And, you know, we, we think there's a lot of opportunity to bring efficiency to the marketplace. And um, I guess once it's, once it gets, once the, the deal kind of gets to the dealer side of it, um, is the delivery portion of that um, taken care of by the dealer or does, does Truecar have like transportation options and that kind of thing? Yeah, we, we haven't built out all the way to the transportation op options pieces yet. That's, you know, a part of our future roadmap. Um, you know, the, the next step for us will be to integrate some F&I products for a dealer so that they can begin to present you know, those options to the consumer ahead of time. Uh, a lot of the data is telling us that consumers are more receptive to F&I products if they get a chance to study them and really understand them before they get to the dealership. And it's not at the end of a four hour event, you know, where they're trying to get out of there and, and, and the F&I managers, you know, trying to sell products. So we, we think there's, there's pieces of it that will still be done at the dealership. Right now for us, that's F&I paperwork and then delivery, but we'll ultimately build those out and create solutions for a dealer and a consumer that goes the whole way if, if they want to. We, we firmly believe and, and listen, there's some retail, used car retailers out there who have created some real slick products. Carvana, Vroom, Shift have built some really interesting products, but we think a lot of consumers are still going to want to connect with a dealer to finish up the deal, maybe test drive the car, understand their financing options, maybe in person. So we're going to build it much like a highway where a consumer's on a journey, but they have an off ramp where they can off ramp and connect with a dealer and get their questions answered. And, and, and we'll try to make it flexibility is going to be the key for us. Absolutely. Well, I know, I know a big piece of that was AutoNation testing it and, and onboarding it now with its dealers who, who use your services. So, Number one, how crucial was it to have, you know, the nation's largest auto retailer on board with it? And then, you know, I know you, you did a pilot with them on this. What were some of the things you guys picked up and, and learned during the pilot process? Well, what, what, what we're finding, and, and Auto Nation's a great, great partner for us. We have a deep relationship with them. We partner with them on our uh, Driven to Drive program where we donate a vehicle to a, a military vet each year. So, so we have a pretty deep relationship with Auto Nation and you know, we were real happy with the results as they were when we started the pilot testing with them. Um, what we're finding is if the consumer goes a little further on the journey digitally, it makes a better connection once they get to the dealership, right? They, they get a deeper and deeper tie to that retailer as they continue down that path. So what we saw with AutoNation that convinced them to put all of their stores on is, you know, higher close rates, higher connection rates with consumers 
that may also create efficiency uh, for them on the back end. So, you know, the, the, the results were, were real encouraging to both of us, and we were excited when they decided they were going to put all their stores on the platform. Is there um, – I know they're, they've started to kind of start back up the expansion of their used car stores, the AutoNation USA ones. Is there any tie-in to, to those stores at this point? We, we haven't started a tie-in on the used car side yet. We've been focused mostly on the new car side, but, you know, we'll quickly transition to used cars. Uh, I think there's maybe a little more pressure on the used car side because of the Carvanas and the Varooms and the things that have gone on out there. And, you know, we think we can provide a marketplace solution uh, for, our, for our franchise dealers to help them sell their used cars as well. So, you know, th there's a lot of technology and a lot of build that goes into building out these retail processes digitally and, and a, an individual dealer or even a dealer group may not have the resources or the, the technology, the engineering technology to build it out. So we think we can make them competitive in that vein by being on our platform, uh, providing a high quality digital experience for their inventory. So sticking to the, the used car side for a minute, even, even outside this digital retail piece, um, what are some, projects that, that true car has on the used car side. And, you know, is that, you know, a big emphasis at this point? It is. And, and, and the used car business is strong. You've seen a lot of the data, probably the, the September data is coming in and, you know, it looks like used car sales were up about 11% year over year, which is interesting. Uh, you know, the quarter was up 26% quarter over quarter for used cars. So we're seeing a lot of momentum on the used car side of the business. Uh, part of that may be driven by the shortage of new cars. You know, the OEMs are still getting caught up on their production and, and, and getting some of the, you know, the fast selling models out to their dealers. But, you know, we've been investing in used car for quite a while. Uh, TCDC, our true car platform, has had six consecutive quarters of growth on the used car side of the business. And, you know, we, we think there's a lot of opportunity for us to grow there. Uh, we're looking to lean in heavily to a CPO program. Um, that we can leverage with our OEM partners as well as our retailers. So, you know, the, there's, as, as you know, that market's about three times to four times as big as the new car market. And there's a lot of tailwinds uh, coming out of COVID, I think, that the used car market will benefit from. Uh, people who are shying away from mass transit, people who are shying away from rideshare, all of a sudden need transportation. And it may be their first entry into owning their own transportation and we think we'll you know they'll come to the market looking for quality used cars so i think there's going to be a lot of momentum behind used cars uh for quite some period of time now as as you know people continue to adjust to you know the impact of covid you mentioned the cp potential cpo um, work would that be more of a um you know consumer facing you know, advice type of thing where you said these are, this is what CPO is, this is what these automakers offer, or would it be more of a B2B with the automakers themselves? I, I think it would be, we, we always try to start on the consumer side. So what we would do is, you know, talk to consumers about what they want to know about CPO cars. CPO is interesting in that it's kind of that bridge between new and used. And, and we see a lot of uh, uh, data around consumers bouncing back and forth between new cars and used cars. And as you look at the data over the past, you know, three to five years, lease penetration has been around 30% higher for the luxury brands. There's going to be a lot of these cars coming back to dealers that create really high quality used cars 
that are a good alternative to a new car purchase. So we think it's important that consumers understand that and that there's going to be good value in, in, in the CPO side of the business as they, you know, as they go through their shopping journey. Well, um, well, to, to shift gears a little bit, I, I did want to ask you guys about um, just the uh, one of the latest uh, brand marketing campaigns you launched and um, kind of a cool, perfect fit here. You know, you launched a, a true car military brand campaign um, and partnered uh, with, a, with a NASCAR driver who happens to also be a, a naval officer right. to be the true car military's first brand ambassador. So it seems like a really kind of perfect fit for you guys. Um, so what does the, the drive-on campaign entail, and, and what, it, what attracted you to, to Jesse Awuji, who's the NASCAR driver and, and naval officer? Yeah, well, we, we, were, um, we felt it was really important as we built out our military channel uh, to try to be as authentic as possible, to have as many grassroots relationships as we possibly could. Uh, and we have partnerships with the DAV and Team Red, White, and Blue, and a number of the you know, authentic military organizations. And when Refuel, our agency on the military side, came to us with this opportunity with Jesse, we felt so fortunate because he's, he's such a good guy uh, uh, to meet and talk to. Uh, he's one of the few African-American drivers on the NASCAR circuit. He is a naval officer. Uh, and we're real excited about partnering with him uh, and showing some of the things he's done and, and dealt with and had to come through both as an African-American and a naval officer. And he just fits our profile. Great. We're excited about that partnership. And as you said, the, I think the creative's cold. I mean, we had, we had a chance to run some footage with him at the track and um, you know, it, it just really is an exciting opportunity for us. And it really keeps us anchored in that authenticity, you know, that we think is important around the military brand. So will the um, campaign involve kind of car sponsorship and car wraps like during um, NASCAR races and so forth? Yeah, we, we have a sponsorship that will roll out in November. Okay. Uh, and and um, the, the, the work we've done with Jesse will get us through the end of the year. And then we'll look at how to expand that going forward. Uh, you know, this, the, the channel's building very, very quickly for us. It was our fastest growing uh, affinity channel we ever launched. Uh, you know, we're, we've uh, exceeded 10,000 units from that channel already, and it, it grows every month. So, you know, we're, we're excited. Uh, we're looking for different partnerships. We, we, we announced a partnership with Military Auto Source. They have presence on, uh, on uh, all of the um, U.S. military bases, uh, and they can get our message out there. So, you know, we're excited about the opportunity. Uh, we, we wanted to offset um, the transition off of USAA and, you know, having the ability now to go after the full military audience, which is about 40 million members, uh, is exciting to us. And, you know, we're trying to lean into it and grow it as fast as we can. Seems like, I mean, just throughout TrueCar's history, that affinity programs has been a big, big priority and a big piece of that for you guys. It is, and it, it, it really creates some significant differentiation for us, we believe, Joe. Like, we, you know, just recently, one of our big affinity partners, Sam's Club, mm -hmm. came into our military channel and offered a $200 Sam's Club for military members. So the, the, the uh, partnerships are, are unique and a differentiator for us on their own. And then our ability to bring them together and have affinity partners work together uh, with our OEM partners, we think creates a, a really compelling opportunity for consumers. 
So we're, we're excited about that and we'll continue to leverage all of our different partners together and, and bring some of their benefits that, that at the end of the day result in a better deal for a consumer. Well, uh, well last question before I let you go here, Mike. Uh, believe it or not, yesterday was the first day of the fourth quarter, which seems like this year has, has been about 12 quarters. But um, what, what are some projects that, that and kind of what's on TrueCar's radar for the, for the fourth quarter going into 2021? Well, the, the real focus for us, uh, and, and we're driven by this consumer data we're seeing, is to continue our, our digital product build out. You know, we, we want to be the first to market with a full solution on the new car side of the business. Uh, we, we think we can be there. We've got a big portion of it built out now. So in Q4, you'll see us stay very focused to that mission, continue to build out the journey uh, on, on the uh, new car side of the business. Uh, we've got some interesting new partners in the works that we hope to be able to announce not only with our military channel, but some other uh, partnerships that we're excited about. So, you know, the, the, we're, we're in a great business, you and I, in that it, it responds very quickly to adversity. And, you know, at the end of March, early April, the industry took a big hit, but it's, it's almost like an accordion when it closes up like that, then it quickly expands again. And, you know, we, we think absent a second round of COVID that the, the industry's on a rebound and, and we're working on some exciting things that we think will, will differentiate us and allow us to, to grow as the industry comes back, you know, starting in Q4 and going forward. Absolutely. Well, well Mike, we'll, we'll look forward to hearing more from, from True Car in the fourth quarter. And thank you again for being on the show. Now, Joe, it was really good talking to you and thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode of the Auto Remarketing Podcast. Thanks to Mike DeRoe and the entire True Car team and for the rest of our auto remarketing staff. I'm Joe Overby. Thanks for listening.